get up. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Psych Podcast. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to start off with some Houston Astros, the 2017 World Series champs, maybe. Uh, then we're going to get into some Laker talk with Kendall Parks from the Killing It with Kendall Parks podcast. And then we'll finish off with uh, my thoughts on the NBA All-Star Game. Uh, actually, All-Star Weekend and kind of the highlights, the lowlights, and um, you know some additional tweaks we can make to improve what I think was one of the best All-Star Weekends for sure uh, in recent history and maybe even a little bit longer. Uh, so we're going to kick off with that. So let's go. So there's been a lot of talk about the Houston Astros and the sign-stealing scandal um, that's kind of put the 2017 World Series win uh, Astros over the Dodgers into question. You've obviously got Houston Astro fans, players, ownership, who will fight you, it seems, tooth and nail to say that that is not the reason that they won the World Series. They already had a great team. On the other side, you will have the people that say, hey, they got caught cheating. They won a World Series, um, but 100% proven that they cheated to do it. So, hey, they they can't be the winners. The the title should go to the Dodgers. Um, And and I think they're both wrong. So here's, here's what I think. First of all, to those of you... Astro supporters, it unfortunately is really simple. Did you get caught cheating in the World Series? The answer is yes. Be it for one game, one play, one at bat, it doesn't matter. You got caught cheating. You got caught doing something you weren't allowed to do. In any other sport, in any other sport, you get caught cheating. In a game, you lose that game or get stripped of that win, be it a series, a title, just a regular season game. doesn't matter. If you get caught cheating, you lose. Talk to any Olympic athlete uh, who's been caught using steroids. They get stripped of their gold medal. It's just that simple. Talk to Lance Armstrong, right? He gets stripped of his Tour de France titles. You can scream and yell as loud as you want that Everybody else is doing it. And I'll tell you, I believe you. I think everybody's doing some sort of sign stealing in baseball. I think that every NFL team is recording as much as they can of practices and walkthroughs and um, trying to get the signal, those signals from the sideline and decipher what they mean or recording them to find out what they mean. I believe that every athlete in the Olympics, or sorry, in the Tour de France, uh, you know, like Lance said, that the majority of the winners do something to stretch the rules. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny any of that because I have no proof one way or the other. But here's what I do know: for those that have never gotten caught cheating, they're not cheaters. I hate to say it; it sounds pretty hypocritical. It sounds bad. Well, they're cheating, but they didn't get caught. I get it. It sucks. However. If you get caught cheating, you lose. If you don't get caught, well, lucky for you, you know, maybe karma will get you later. Um, but the fact is, they did cheat. They were caught cheating. 
So to the other side, that the Dodgers should become the champs. I disagree with you guys there as well. And here's why. The Astros were cheating throughout the season, maybe. We don't know. But at least throughout the playoffs. So could the Yankees have beat them? Don't know. Um, so because there's no really way to, dis- to distinguish when they cheated, how they cheated, uh, affected each series, then basically they've just ruined the entire playoffs in 2017. And it's a shame because they were a good team. They did have a good enough team, I believe, to win the World Series. They actually didn't need to do that, in my opinion. But they did. And you can't let a team celebrate a World Series victory when everyone knows that they cheated. Ownership saying that it didn't affect it one way or the other is a complete sham. Then why do it? If it didn't affect the game, then why do it? And as far as the commissioner goes, suggesting that we won't go in and take that piece of metal, I think I almost fainted. I may have actually for a minute when I heard the commissioner of baseball say that the World Series title was just a piece of metal. Then why are you playing? Why is there a leak if it's you're playing for just a piece of metal? No, it's the piece of metal, as he calls it, is symbolic of a season where you proved yourself and your team to be the best above and beyond every other team in the league that season. You were the best. But you can't be the best if you cheated and got caught. It's just that simple. And anyone who disagrees with that or tries to make an excuse, right, it's, it's emotion, right? Emotion, unfortunately, guys, emotion is the death of reason. Because I'll tell you this, take every Astro supporter, every single one of them, and if they're being honest with themselves, ask them, had the Dodgers won that series, and now we were talking about the Dodgers getting caught for stealing signs and winning, what would their opinion be? Would they A, say, well, good for them. They did everything they needed to do to win. Congratulations on beating our Astros. Or would they lose their minds and say, the Dodgers didn't win. They cheated. That should be our championship. Now it's hard because you're going to have to get people to actually reason and use their brains and not their hearts. And that's tough in sports. But if you look at it that way, there's not one Astro fan, not one Astro supporter that would say, yeah, yeah, the Dodgers should stay as World Series champs had they cheated and won. Uh, to the, I've heard also uh, uh, some claims that the, the Astros, part of their punishment should be that they're ruled out of uh, the playoffs. I think that's nonsense. The reality is it's different managers. It's different players. To punish them, I, I don't think makes sense. Uh, those players that signed with the Astros didn't know. And I know they do it in NCAA where, you know, it's the new students that get punished uh, for the crimes of the people in the past. But this is Major League Baseball. This is livelihood. People are getting paid to play. So I don't think, I think enough would be done if they just stripped them of the title, made it very clear that that 2017 World Series, it was vacated. There's no winner. You just literally jump from 16 to 18. And uh, now you want to take away a couple of draft picks. You know, I believe they've already fined them. 
that that's that's fine too. But I think to clearly strip them of the World Series title. Welcome everybody to the Sports Psych Podcast. Next up, we have a special guest, uh, Kendall Parks from the Killing It with Kendall podcast, mostly sports, politics, and entertainment. Today, however, we're going to focus on the Lakers. So as far as basketball is concerned, everything is pretty good in LA. They sit atop the Western Conference. They're second in the league in in standings. Um, Kendall, what do you think the Lakers' chances are of not only making it to the Western Conference final, but making it to the NBA final and winning it this year? Uh, I, I, I think they're pretty good. I, I think what we, I think what we as as Lakers fans would like is them to be um, more consistent with their three point shooting and their three point defense. I think they may need need a wing defender. I, I, I think they 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 need to um, improve coming out of the break on on on, on, on really those things. Not, you know, uh, we 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 slip to, to from first to to fifth. You know, uh, it's, it's great to, it's great to be in the top five, but but but, but that's but uh, but us being just in the top five instead of top one or top two, it's, it's, it was a little bit of slippage. So we gotta uh, do 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 a lot of things. And get our defense right again. So if you so so defense obviously with withstanding, do you think this team as it stands today, obviously playing you know, barring any injuries, playing their best ball, do they have a chance to get through what everyone kind of sees as their kryptonite being the Clippers and, and making it to the NBA final? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta we um we we may we may we may need like one more piece, cause like I said, like a lot of people may laugh at this, but like Deion Raiders is a great, he's a great, um, three, well, I, don't, I don't know about great, but like he's a, he's a good enough three point shooter mm-hmm. to where, look, we we are we are Lakers fans, right? But like the the, the, the people know that we need to have, have another piece. So that they can um, do do well with when when LeBron James mainly is not on the floor. Right. You know, you you ever notice every time he goes out the floor, it's it's like um, the we 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 be up twenty and then as soon as he get get out get out the floor, we only up twenty. I mean, up, up um ten. So yeah. so actually that that actually. Perfect uh, segue into my next point. So obviously, on my show, we're called Sports Site because we also look at the psychology of things. So my next question really plays to their their mental capacity. So starting from the offseason, once AD and LeBron were secured in LA, the talk was that they might add Kawhi. So Kawhi ends up signing with the the Clippers, and, and so does Paul George. Um, then at the trade deadline, they don't do anything, but the thought is, well, they don't really need to do anything because they're going to pick up Darren Collison, and that should kind of alleviate you know, their need. He decides to stay retired. Obviously, the, the tragic uh, passing of Kobe. So there's a lot of mental weight yeah. on this team right now. 
there's high expectations to, to win the finals. Anytime you're, you have LeBron, you're expected to be in the finals. You have kind of all plus, these... Plus you, I'm sorry, plus yeah. you're the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, plus you're the Lakers. Yeah, 100%. So you have all these outside things that are that are tragic and weighing down on you. And be it LeBron or the rest of the team, do you feel they have, the, the way the team's made up today, has that mental capacity to really push through all these... I don't want to call them distractions, but all these things that are kind of pulling against them uh, and really being able to pull it together. Do you, th- do you think they're able to do that? Oh, oh sure, sure. So I, I, I think um, once it's playoff time, they, they, they will be uh, able to jail, uh, at least for, for what they have right now. But, you know what I'm saying, we got to... I'm, I'm confident in them, but we got to see like how how that, that's going to move once playoff time comes. The last piece I'm looking at is their weaknesses. So if you're a team in the West, right? Every team has their weaknesses. As yeah. a kind of you know, since you're so focused on the Lakers, if you were a team in the West, what is it that you're saying? Hey, this is where their weaknesses that we can. You know, we can take down the Lakers. Is it is it Rondo, right? Just is it? Hey, let's just let him shoot and and guard everybody else. Um, is it? You know, if you're the Clippers, is it that they feel no one can guard Kawhi? Like, what do you what do you feel is the Lakers' biggest weakness that they'll have to overcome? For me, it's it's perimeter defense. If you if you watch the the first three quarters. Of when Anthony Davis came back to uh, to New Orleans, and, and, and it seems like this with some guys, or whether it was Boston, and in, in, in the first game against them, they they have struggled on the perimeter side. They that's the part of the defense that that worries me. We 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 need to play that's that's that. That a great wing defender goes on a buyout market like a like a Mo Mo Harkless. I think he's still in the New York Knicks right now, but maybe a guy like him comes available on a buyout market so he can go to a playoff team. And, you know, and what better way to stick to the Clippers than yeah, a wing defender that. Not 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 a bad idea if he comes available. Do you think, as the team stands now, um, obviously LeBron, as an all-time great defender, obviously at his age, not maybe can't do it an entire game. But do you, do you feel like the makeup as is, they could step up that you know? If you look at Rondo, LeBron, like they've got some defenders. Um, it's just a matter of can they do it for an entire series? Right, 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 right. Um. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 because once 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 the playoffs come, it's it's all it's, it's all all or nothing. Right. Like that, that, that 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 that's what it is. And I I seen LeBron, you know, what I'm saying coming from Ohio and not been being a a a cast fan. I wasn't even really all that high on LeBron and, and, and at first because, like, you know, we, we as Lakers fans, we, we, we Kobe all the way, number eight and number 24, like. Yeah. And so, like, we would, like, like, we would have all these Kobe and LeBron on the base. So, 
he was he was kind of my rival for a lot of years, just just because of that debate. But at the same time, like he he's a great player. He's, and and I remember one time the, the when when he won and Cleveland four years ago, they they didn't really have nothing for Golden State for all their years. Like they they swept. Both games, Golden State did, and they was up 3-1. And then, for some reason, uh, after they went down 3-1, it all clicked. And that's, that's when they uh, stopped Steph Curry, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 all, and all that. Who was a great... Like, my only problem with Steph, like, he's a great player, but, like, but, like, um... In those clutch moments, I, I I I really want him to to step it up, and I I, I believe that he he will once once he comes back and and um, resumes his NBA career because he, he's a he's a phenomenal talent. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only. I think I'm gonna have you. I think I'm gonna have you back on when we uh, do our Warriors recap. Um, just before I, I, I let you go, uh, how can people um, listen to your podcast and uh, killing it with Kendall. Where where would they be able to find your podcast? Well, um, it's actually my my last name too. Yeah, killing it with Kendall Parks. All right. Again, thank you, Kendall Parks of the Killing It with Kendall Parks podcast, uh, talking Lakers. So speaking of the Lakers, they had a uh, couple of guys in the All Star game this weekend, and I got to tell you. The game itself was fantastic. Um, I like what they did with the format. So kudos to Chris Paul uh, for bringing that idea uh, to the NBA. Kudos to uh, uh, to Commissioner for taking a chance on really something a little bit different and uh, allowing them to do it. I think it worked out really well. I think uh, each quarter being kind of a separate game and donating that money to charity really, really worked. Uh, I loved the intensity. I know it scared a lot of the teams who had superstars playing in that fourth quarter because uh, it was pretty intense and guys taking charges, diving for balls. You know, you're kind of getting nervous every time, you know, Embiid hit the floor, uh, making sure he was going to get up. But I think it really brought a level of intensity to the All-Star game that we hadn't seen in a long time and we really needed it. You know, and it's been said by multiple people multiple times, but uh, Kobe would have been proud. You know, that would have been an all-star game that he would have loved to play in. So I think in his honor, uh, we got to go out and say that was that that was well done. Some of the things I would tweak, however, uh, like I said, I definitely love the charity. I think having, you know, the, the kids there from the charities added to the excitement. Um, the fourth quarter playing to a score, fantastic. But it, if I'm going to nitpick, if I'm going to say, hey, it was close, but the free throw to win the game. So that's the one that, you know, I get it. To the winning team, they said, hey, it's part of the game. You can't just let people foul. Um, However, I think I want to try to suggest this. If on game point, so I guess when, when you're within three, the foul is possession. And possession, and maybe it's three fouls. Maybe you get like three fouls for possession. After that, okay, fine. Then they get the free throw. Um, but they get 
the free throw, maybe one, maybe one shot. Uh, Cause you really, you want to hit it on a game winning shot, right? Like it, it was so, I don't want to say anticlimactic, but kind of was that, you know, Anthony Davis steps up, misses the first one, says he missed it on purpose, you know, and then goes in and hits the second one and, and the game kind of ends on a free throw. That was tough for me to swallow after a really good, intense fourth quarter. Now it was getting a little sloppy there at the end. So maybe it was the safest thing to do, but, um, by, but maybe next year we try it where, you know, we have that three foul rule that uh, the first three fouls are, are possession and then they maybe go into a bonus, right? And every time they get fouled after that, they get one free throw, right? From three points, any, once you're within three uh, of winning. I don't know, just a thought. But like I said, overall, 95%. Uh, I'm happy and fantastic. Going to some of the other events uh, from the All-Star Weekend, um, I think we got to make the skills challenge a little bit more difficult. You know, bounce pass, three-pointer, a layup. You know, I feel like, look, I can't do it as fast as those guys because they are half my age. But I, I can still do all that stuff. So maybe let's, you know, or a chess pass, sorry, it's a bounce pass. But anyways, um, maybe let's add a component that uh, makes it a little bit more challenging for them. Not to say that big men shouldn't be winning that, but because uh, uh, there's a lot of skilled big men. But I found that being the of a great weekend. Not that it wasn't good, but I think it was it was in last place uh, for excitement. Three point shootout was great. I love the kind of rule changes that they've made putting in there. Uh, especially, you know, you got a guy winning it on, on the last shot. Uh, that was great to see. And then the most controversial of the weekend was the dunk off. So first of all, let me just say to Dwayne Wade, I don't, I'm not mad at you. I know he's been getting a lot of grief. However, guys, remember Dwayne Wade was not the only person who gave Aaron Gordon um, a nine he got three nines in that final round. And um, if you ask me, I, I honestly would have given him a nine too, only because I get it. Taco Fall is seven foot five and he kind of jumped over him. However, he did almost take off his head. He did use the ball and the back of Taco Fall, watch it, right? To push off a little bit to give him a little extra oomph. Incredible dunk. He's a ridiculous dunker. And I know everyone said, well, he was robbed against uh, Zach a few years back. Uh, but that that was a nine dunk for me. Um, had they given the award to him, I would have said that DJJ got robbed. Um, yes, he had straight 50s, but the first round doesn't count. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, they want to change the rules and make it a cumulative score of all the rounds. Okay, then we're having a different conversation. But as the rules stand, uh, your first two rounds don't count. It's like saying, hey, but I won the first two quarters of the game. Great. You, you lost in the fourth quarter. Um, and that's what matters. So uh, I think that's, you know, in, in my world, I would have said after the, their two final round dunks where they both got 50-50, I believe they both had 100 after their final two dunks. It's okay to be a tie. It's okay to give both of them a trophy. And, and, and that's it. Uh, you know, if they want to dunk off, dunk off, they can but uh, Derek Jones said he had another 10 dunks. Aaron Gordon said, well, I only brought four. I don't know. Like, what's the limit? You know, how many 50s does Aaron Gordon have to get before you just kind of call it? So a lot of controversy there. However, I think – I still don't think they did the right thing. Like I said, I think you got to give hey, – you give co-MVP sometime. 
you got to give a co-slam dunk champion. And maybe they both come back next year versus the sounds of it, uh, Gordon's done, which would be a shame. Um, and that's, so let's see, we did skills challenge, three-point competition. We talked about the dunk off. We talked about the game itself. So overall, uh, fantastic all-star weekend. Really looking forward to the second half, although it's a little further than the second half of the NBA season. All right, there you have it, everyone. That's another episode of the Sports Psych Podcast. You can always follow us on Instagram and Twitter, AK Sports Psych. Feel free to drop us a line at aksportspsych at gmail.com to get your comments read on the show. And uh, on our next episode, another good one, uh, we've got Raptor Talk um, with Chad Bernard of Raptor Nation. And we're talking the NFL. Uh, with so many quarterbacks as free agents this offseason, what the quarterback carousel might look like. Where would these where are these quarterbacks best suited to play for uh, next year, to play in next year? Where they might land land, which domino is going to be the first one to fall that starts to create um, the rest of them falling. So for example, we already have Philip Rivers clearly out for the Chargers. He will not be their quarterback next year. Tom Brady having some, uh, sounds like having some contract issues in New England. So we know that Philip Rivers, if he plays, will be somewhere else next year. Tom Brady, we're not sure about. Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton. Uh, quite a few moving pieces this offseason. So we're going to try and figure out where they're going to end up. So uh, thanks, Psychos, for giving us a listen, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.